1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel
0: 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca and myself and Mark Henry. And just that, Mark, Dave LaGreca and Mark Henry on a Saturday? On a Saturday. Eh, Ryan McKinnell took the day off. He used the excuse of having bad internet, but somebody I think saw him at the beach, but I digress. But one hell of a Saturday show for the podcast today, Mark.
1: It, it was, man. Like, there's so much went on with uh, what's going into Lane with Roman Reigns and Daniel Bryan and Jey Uso. Uh, what, what is the implications with Edge? Uh, this is going to be a really good podcast.
0: Yeah, we talk about some indie wrestling as well. And speaking of indie wrestling, uh, Teddy Long gets into that as well. In the Big indie scene in Texas. Teddy Long joins us, WWE Hall of Famer. Also, Andreas Hale of Sporting News and OurHeroesRock.org joins us as well, Mark. One hell of a Saturday show for the nation right here on the Busted Open Podcast. And not to mention,
1: Dave. This has been one of the best, and when I say best, I mean the best weekly winners that we've had in a long, long time. So, weekly winner coming up. This is the podcast version of Saturday Morning Busted Open. Guys, tune in. This is the one you don't want to miss. Teddy Long has said that he's still drying off. He's not that big. It shouldn't take long for him to dry off and get down here, and we're going to keep talking about what what just we just talked about. Um, maybe we can get Ryan back on here until Teddy Long gets down, but man, listen. Hello, have... Mark. Oh, my goodness gracious. What do we have here?
0: How are Mr...
1: you? I'm good. How you doing, sir?
0: What's going on, man? I heard that uh, Ryan's uh, internet took a hit, so I'm jumping on on a Saturday.
1: Man, I really appreciate you coming on, t- uh, oh, Teddy. I got <laughs> Teddy Long on the brain. He's coming on here in a few minutes. He's he um, Teddy got the timeline confused. I said uh, 10 o'clock Eastern, he thinking 10 o'clock Central. Oh, We're I'm going to have to work on him, Dave. I'm going to have to work on him.
0: Uh, listen, not everybody can tell time. You know, I had this discussion with Bully. All these different, you know, uh, Eastern, Pacific, Central, all that stuff. You know, it gets confusing after a while. Uh, you jump ahead. You spring ahead. You fall back.
1: Yeah, I'm, I mean, especially, you know, I, why do we do that? I, I don't no understand idea. the uh the whole time i mean if it's going to be the same time every time every year anyway like going pushing back going forward
0: all of this going uh, it's ridiculous it's it, it is ridiculous but it's good to be with you here on a saturday i'm excited i never work saturdays
1: i know man um but you know i'm sitting here on the show waiting on teddy long and uh the brass uh, at Swe is gonna, you know, come down here to the lobby, uh, and and I'm in the business center in the hotel, and um, and and jump on with me. But um, let's let me uh let me text Teddy Long again. Because, Don't worry about Teddy.
0: You know what? Don't worry about Teddy when he when Teddy finds the time. He finds the time. It'd be you and I. It's like a it's like a Falls Count Anywhere Friday on a Saturday. Mark, no worries. Well, let's do it. Yeah, Let's I mean, I mean, you know what? When Teddy gets there, Teddy gets there. You got the big show to, you know, the big show today, which is great. You know, a lot of amazing wrestlers, legendary wrestlers are going to be a part of it. Kevin Sullivan's there, and Rosemary's there, and I mean, Baby
1: Boy Smith.
0: Oh my goodness! It's like you know, that's very you got very the cool. Boogeyman
1: that's going to be here.
0: And you know what's exciting, Mark, for me is that it's, you know, I keep, we keep talking about uh, the light at the end of the tunnel. Like, when are we going to get past this? You know what I'm saying? And get back to, you know, being around fans again and and everything like this. This feels kind of like, to me, like a little bit like that light at the end of the tunnel. You know, these, you, you mentioned a lot on the show about indie wrestling and you've been doing a lot with indie wrestling. Um, you know, over the course of the last six months. And this is another example of that. Because for me, Mark, this is why it's important that that people know about indie wrestling, that people are a part of independent wrestling. And really during this pandemic, indie wrestling has been kind of like the heartbeat for pro wrestling yeah. right now. And And I think, you know, Bully and I, and you too, Mark, we were concerned about indie wrestling at the start of this pandemic, how are these indie wrestlers going to make any money? Let's talk to right. these indie wrestlers. Let's, let's get their, um, you know, their pro wrestling T side out there and everything else so they could sell some merchandise. But they have really kind of set the narrative during this pandemic because I've been seeing it all over my social media account. These indie shows are, are really trying their best to be able to be safe, have fans in attendance and be able to put on a show. Yeah,
1: and, and they, they don't want to disappoint their local crowds. You know, they, they've, they like Wes was in Jacksonville, had the, um, uh, he said the show that he was working on, they, they've been running for 30 years. Man, that's a long time. Yeah. Like, you, you build up, you know, some of those people that are fans, they probably, um, their kids were babies when yep. they started watching, when they, you know, started watching wrestling there. And now they're probably adults. So, you know, like that thirty years, that's a long time. Uh, same thing here. Um, the the organization's been around for a while. They 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 run a high level. And uh they're actually on CW and uh if you go to SWE dot com and, and you go to their pages, um, you know, they they'll be live on, on on uh on Facebook live mm-hmm. and they're doing everything they can to survive. But the reason that I'm doing this, Dave, is because I want the future of wrestling to stay bright, and I don't want this to go away. You know, like that, the, the independent wrestling is kind of the lifeblood of uh, the real f- fandom. Yeah. Because everybody can't travel and go to a WWE show. Everybody can't travel and go to an AWE show. So, you know, this is this is something that I feel like is necessary to do.
0: Yeah, and, and, and I'm glad that you're a part of it now. Mission Pro Wrestling is something that we talk a lot about. Yeah. You know, Thunder Rosa um, is always a part of that, and she touts it on social media. So, listen, I'm not saying that everybody's got to take a chance. Listen, I'm not telling anyone, hey, I don't feel safe being around people. I get it. I don't feel safe being around a lot of people right now. But a lot of these uh, independent uh, wrestling organizations have sites that you can go to. The sites a lot of it's on Fight TV. You can order the events on yeah. Fight TV. So if if you if you don't feel comfortable being there live, there are other ways to be able uh, to watch this. And Fight TV does a great job. I mean, they have organizations on that on Fight TV, Mark that I never even heard of. Before, yep. but I'm I, even myself being a, a pro wrestling fan for 40 years. I'm discovering uh, 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 some new organizations and some new wrestling that I've never seen. So it's it's definitely it's it's hard times right now, Mark. But it's also exciting times if you're an indie uh, pro wrestling fan. Uh, as you know, on Fridays we take a lot of phone calls, Mark. So until some guests start filtering in, you want to take some calls with the nation?
1: Yeah, man, let's do it. All I'm, right, I'm, you know I'm down to talk to the fans.
0: All right, let's go to Eric in Maryland. What's going on, Eric? Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. How are good you? Good morning. Good, good. What's causing all this? I've been trying to get in ever since Monday, man. Y'all been busy. Yeah, but but it, going on Eric, today. Eric, I'll say this: yes, we've been busy. We've been getting a lot of phone calls the last week. We're on the road to WrestleMania, and Eric, you call every day, so you you yes, know we man. try to like we try to get some callers in. That aren't on every single day. You know what I'm saying? Right. If it's be similar to my hard mind, but I'm, I'm going to cut down. I'm a little vacation for yeah, you. Yeah, uh, Eric, first of all, you, you cut down on nothing. That's another reason sometimes <laughs> we got to pace ourselves a little bit. Go ahead, Eric. Yes, yes. Well, first of all, I want to talk about Bobby Lashley, man. I just I love what I'm seeing out of this gentleman,
2: the aggressive yep. side. I hope he beat the mess out of the Miz come Monday and hope <laughs> Brock Lesnar come back. He beat the mess out of Brock Lesnar. Wow. And, uh, also, I want to talk about Charlotte Flair. That's one of the best female wrestlers I've ever seen in my life. She just got the it factor, like Randy Orton, and Jake the Snake Roberts. Sometimes yep. the kids go on to be bigger and better than their daddy. And I want to talk about this. The Big Show going to AEW, man. I never thought I'd see it in my life. And Mark Henry. I also want to
0: I got to talk to some things. I never in my life, when you beat Randy Orton for the world title, I didn't think that never was going to happen, man. So, you know, that really, as a black man, that really touched my heart to see you win that belt that night. But I want to bring this up. The Big Show said that the reason why he left WWE was because Randy Orton punked him at the legend night. He didn't only just punk the Big Show. He punked you and some other people
2: too as well. So how did you feel about that, Mark Henry? How did you feel about him punking you? you Well, I'll tell you what.
1: I tell you what, I I don't I I I'll take that punking because I had one I was on one foot, right, and right, sometimes you right, got to right. make a business decision.
0: Right, I, I, right. Didn't wanna,
1: I, I didn't right. want to I didn't want to I'd rather get punked out than to get my ass whooped. I feel you. So I feel it, you. Randy <laughs> is not Randy is not is <laughs> not somebody to mess around with if you're not a hundred percent. And uh, really- now I'm walking on two feet. And uh I'm three hundred and twenty five pounds. I'm I'm lighter trimmer than I've ever been. And I plan on having a match sometime in the next six months.
0: There you go.
1: I just want to have one match. And if Randy is the guy, then so be it. Uh but believe me, I'll be ready and I won't be on one foot
2: on a push scooter. Hey, I'd love to see you be again, my, my friend. And also, let you gentlemen know, Wednesday is my birthday. So, let's we'll all get turned up the whole week next week. Celebrate!
0: So well, Eric um, and, and Eric, thanks for the phone call. A couple of things from Eric's phone call, Mark. Number one, Eric's, <laughs> Eric's birthday <laughs> Eric is said Wednesday. said a lot in, one, Eric, in two minutes. He says a lot. Eric's birthday is Wednesday. So, uh, I'm not working Wednesday. I took Wednesday off. So, I don't have to worry about that. Uh, the other thing
1: is, that... tell him to send you some cake, <laughs> Eric. This is my address. Send me some cake.
0: <laughs> I am not giving Eric my address. The don't other do thing, it. Is, he'll show up. The other thing is, is that Eric says a lot, and yes. and he talks at a thousand miles an hour. So I don't I I don't catch everything Eric says. Like I hear words, you know, because he's talking so fast. Uh, like, uh, 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 I'll uh, hear uh, Charlotte, uh, and then you know, and I'll hear R- Orton. First, you know, so like,
1: is, if Eric Mouth was a gun, it would be a machine gun. Yeah, he's spitting more words for bullets per second. Oh, he's definitely spitting.
0: There is no way that Eric is talking that fast and not spitting. But I do. I will say this about Eric: I appreciate the passion, Mark. I know you do too. Uh, we I do. Appreciate I love that the passion. Kind of, and a couple of things. Number one, like so wait a second so rewind here rewind the tape whoop, whoop. you just said that you would step in the ring one more time yeah i gotta
1: wrestle in this decade okay i got to because big show has wrestled in four and i've wrestled in three and i can't let him have that over me
0: <laughs> that, that's that's big news now guns you know, is that's my
1: brother that's my brother man i i I, as close to one as I got in wrestling and um like I I, I I love him. I'm I'm glad that he landed somewhere where he feels appreciated. Yeah. And um and I hope that um we can have him see him, you know, mm. get his just due.
0: I I agree and um I'm looking forward to see uh what happens uh with him on aew also you know he mentioned charlotte and and, and listen i'm not going to get too deep into charlotte charlotte's always like a hot topic here i'm busted open it's 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 one of those one of those things like 10 years ago with cena you mentioned john cena the phones would light up because everybody up. has an opinion about john cena it's the same thing when it comes to charlotte like if i had a, a an opportunity to talk to charlotte i would say listen the fact that there's people that love you and there's people that hate you, this just means you're doing what you're doing the right way. Like there, you know, greatness hate is a is a thing. We talked about that. A thing, you know, to Ric Flair, we've had we've done shows about it, Mark. Um, but also when we had Ric Flair on uh, this this past week on his birthday, uh, on Thursday, Ric Flair said that Charlotte sees the social media stuff and it hurts her. It actually hurts her. It hurts her feelings. When she reads that stuff. So knowing it's that it's
1: different, Dave. It's yeah. different than when uh you and I were reading Pro Wrestling Illustrated and you would get somebody they didn't they actually didn't have all the information. Now today with social media people have so much information and they're around so much that they actually can basically touch on things that are so true to life, so matter of fact, down to the time that it happened that you go, okay, they really know what's going on. So of course, if somebody's saying talking about your personal life as it relates to pro wrestling and what's going on, you're gonna be upset about that. Yeah. Like I I don't I don't want people, you know, that's one of the reasons why I try to keep stay so secret. Because people will publicize your news they'll they'll you know I mean there was a guy that uh got into a fight with one of his family members on social media the other day because he talked to the person's wife and said that they're having a boy, and he didn't know oh. but he saw this his his relative say it on social media crazy. So now he finds out that his 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 wife is is having a um uh, having a boy on social media. How how pissed would you have been?
0: Uh, pissed. I mean, it, 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 that's not the way you're supposed to find things. And out. that's
1: why Charlotte is angry and disappointed and dejected when she hears some of these this news because it's true to fact yeah. that, that the people that are saying
0: stuff they know what they're talking about. And here's the thing, Mark, and you know this, Mark, like. Back in the day, like I didn't know anything about Tony Dorsett's personal life. I didn't Nothing. know. I didn't know if he was married. He had kids. I didn't know any of that. All I knew was the Tony Dorsett that I saw on the TV. Ric Flair, my favorite all-time wrestler. I had no idea that Ric Flair was married. I mean, all I knew was that character and personality that they showed on TV. Nowadays, yeah. the, your life, if you're a celebrity, is an open book. And not only that. People want to know. I hadn't. I had. I didn't want to know. I could care less. I really didn't want to know. Per- somebody's personal life is just that personal. If they don't right. want me to know, then you know what? I don't have the right to know. If they don't want to know. If they don't want to share that stuff. Now, not only do celebrities' life there's things that they don't want to be out there or that are out there, but now people seek that stuff too. Just because they're a celebrity doesn't mean they can't have secrets. They can't have a personal life. Who who yeah. are you to say what they're what they should share and what, and what they're not supposed to share? It's a different yeah, time. That's... It's a very difficult time. It's hard to surf that sometimes, Mark.
1: Yeah, it, it kind of sucks, man. I, I I really do think that um, there's a line that you don't cross. I try my best not to get in people's business. Uh, my my wife will tell you. Um, if people started saying, Hey, is he is is that guy single? I, I don't know. You need to go, you need to find out on your own. I don't know nothing. My name is Bennett, and I'm not in it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want no smoke from nobody about spreading the news. Because I might be wrong. Yep. But Dave on another note, we got Fast Lane coming up. Yeah. And it looks like right now, and it's just you know, me and Ryan were talking about this. It looks like it might be gearing towards seeing a triple threat um, with Daniel Bryan and Jay Uso. Um, what what do you think would be a good deal?
0: I mean, uh, listen, we we we, we got to take a break because that's a good tease. Yeah, that's a good for team. the other side because. Team. Because when you talk about Daniel Bryan, you know you mentioned the name Daniel Bryan. My eyes light up because that's somebody that, again, we thought we lost him just a couple of years ago. And here he is, another yeah. WrestleMania that he's going to be a part of. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Apollo's big night on SmackDown as well Ooh, last night. And then, of course, the busted open nation. A lot of people complain that I don't take a lot of phone calls. Well, you know what? We'll try to get to as many nation members as possible on a Saturday. We'll do that.
1: Hi, this is Adam Shine, host of Shine on Sports on Mad Dog Sports Radio. The Adam Shine Podcast is back for another football season.
2: I give you my passionate, hard-hitting opinions every week, including picks against the spread and fantasy football advice, all while talking to the biggest guests in all of sports.
1: We talk to celebrities, media personalities, diehard football fans on a weekly basis. It's the Adam Shine Podcast. With new episodes every Tuesday. You can listen to the podcast anytime on the SiriusXM app, iTunes, Pandora, and Stitcher. Uh. this is one of my oh my gosh this is one of my cuts turn that up
0: again gun all
1: right all right we gotta talk about pro wrestling oh my god Dave. during this time man um in the 2000s hip-hop was just at its pinnacle and Bad Boy Records. P. Diddy, Biggie, Mace, like Loon. I mean, they had they had like Black Rob. They had like all they I mean they had they had all they had all the talent. It was it was rolling. And that, that song right there, man, we we call it a club banger. I don't know if you 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 know you've been out of the loop for a little while. <laughs> That was a club banger, Dave. When it hit, the dance floor filled up.
0: You mentioned Mace. Mace mace from Retribution? Is that the Mace you're talking
1: Uh, about? No. (laughs) The other Mace.
0: Uh, We talked about the weekly winner. Got to do that. We're hoping to get Teddy Long on. Also, Andreas Hale of Sporting News is also going to join us as well uh, at 1120. So I'm really looking forward to to talking to him um you know he's doing a lot with black history month mark so you know this is our last show before the end of february so i'm really looking forward to talking to him what's going on mark well man i'm
1: telling you man we just got graced by the presence of the great teddy long theodore r nice um i'm gonna i'm gonna have to split my
0: microphone and and heads
1: with him because we only got one
0: you only got oh boy well i mean all right well i mean well all right, if you want to ask Teddy a question and then give him your headset, or we can do it over Zoom. Yeah, you know what? I'm sure we could do something over idea. Zoom. We can have and Teddy on him, Zoom. Uh,
1: let him tell you about SWE. Okay. Who is it, Andre? No, this is Dave LeGreca.
0: So
2: Hello, let's, sir. Let's how are you? Know about the show Dave, are you with, affiliated with this
0: podcast? Uh, I, well, it's a podcast, and we're live on SiriusXM satellite just, radio as well that, so
2: that is not what i asked you i asked you are you affiliated with this podcast
0: i am affiliated with this that's podcast, a yes or no thank yes. you all right yes well
2: sir. well the first thing i want to say is stop being cheap you got one headset you got one microphone and then you suggesting people to come on here and share stuff that's cheap okay please spend some of that money some of your relatives left you and buy
0: some equipment all right oh <laughs> you got it Sorry, All sir. right, right. we're we ready to roll, Blair. <laughs> okay, so talk about your involvement with uh, SWE today.
2: Well, we're talking about SWE. We're here live in Cartridge, uh, Texas. we got a big show coming uh, tonight uh, starting around 6.30 p.m. It's uh, Wrestle Fest. Also, we're doing a uh, SWE training camp, which will start this morning around 10 a.m. And what that means, if you want to become a professional wrestler, you want to learn how to wrestle, or you want to become a part of SWE, well, we give you the opportunity to do that and also the opportunity to become a professional wrestler. Also, we'll be doing a big uh, meet and greet and Mark Henry, the world's strongest man, Hall of Famer, he'll be certainly a part of that and that's going to start around 2 p.m. And we have a lot of other stars. The Davy Boy Smith Jr., he's going to be a part of that. Rodney Mack, the SWE uh, TV champion right now. We don't have any tag team champions, but we may have some matches tonight that will certainly lead us up to the tag team tournament. So other than that, SWE is on a roll. We're doing good and we're so proud to have Mark Henry as a part of our of our organization. Mark has been such a great help to us backstage. Uh he takes his time and talk with a lot of the young talent that need a lot of instruction, that leader not leader not needs a lot of knowledge. And Mark is here to do that for us. And man, I'm just happy that Mark came on board with us and I mean we couldn't have made a better decision.
0: Yeah, and, and and you know what? You've done done some great work as well. Uh, like you look at this show today and the people that are going to be involved in it. Um, you know, you mentioned there's legends like Mark Molina, uh, Christy James, who's do, done a phenomenal job on the indie scene as a part of it. Lacey Von Eric is making a return, so it is really a great blend of some young talent that maybe a lot of people haven't heard from before, and these returning legends as well. So. That's a great, great job. So I, I'm really excited for what's going to take place today.
2: Well, also, you know, when you mentioned Lacey Von Erich, we're going to certainly give her uh, an, an award to uh, give her late father. Also, we have Miranda Gordy. She's going to be returning to SWE. Wow. She's the former SWE Women's Champion. But she's also going to be uh, getting an award for her late dad, to, uh, late great Terry Gordy. And she'll be a part of the action tonight. She'll certainly be in the ring, and I'm sure she's coming back for what uh, she said that belonged to her.
0: Mr. Longwin, when uh, I think of your career quickly uh, and from where you started, I mean, because your face is so familiar, not just from, you know, the, the WWE and WCW, but also, you know, you know, Jim Crockett promotions and, you know, seeing you where you started. And then, you know, you were the guy that was taking the ring attire, then became a referee and then becoming a leader. And, and you know, you're somebody that really put the work in, had the drive, Started at the bottom and went all the way to the top, to the WWE Hall of Fame. You know, all respect to you, sir, because you did it the right way. You put the work in, and it really paid off for you.
2: Well, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And all I have to say about that is, you know, God is good. You know, I'm really, I've really, really been blessed uh, to, you know, to have such a great career. And also what really makes me blessed is, uh, you know, I had the opportunity when I started managing is to run into people like the legend Mark Henry here. You know, I managed him for a while, him and Rodney Mack, you know, doing the white boy challenge, the thugging and bugging. We had a great time with that. And like I said, I'm, I'm just blessed and I thank God for everything. And man, it, you know, and look at me now, I'm right here on the Mark Henry podcast, you know, so how many people are lucky enough to, to do that? And people all around Louisiana, East Texas, they're coming to the show tonight. So we should have a a, a soul crowd. And if you don't have your tickets now, you better get them, player.
0: I I love it. I love it. And I know you. I know you're very busy. We just have a couple of minutes to the end of the hour. Uh, it is Black History Month. We're at the tail end, and it should be all. It's all year round. I mean, everybody should always celebrate uh, history, and and it's not just Black history, but history. And from where pro wrestling was. 35 40 years ago especially in the territory area where racism ran wild and you know people have talked about that to where we are now it is a blessing that finally people are acknowledging not just black history but the history of pro wrestling
2: well yeah you're certainly right about that and uh you know talking you know about the racism you know things have you know gotten a lot better but you know it's still out there yep. you know it hasn't went away And, uh, you know, like I said, I don't talk about it much, but, you know, I was on the other end of a lot of the name callings and a lot of the racism. But, you know, I didn't let that bother me. I just put my future in the hands of God and uh, he took care of me.
0: Well, Mr. Long, thank you so much for the time. We really, truly appreciate it. And again, SWE Fury, East Texas. I mean, the, the names, Teddy Long, Mark Henry, Lacey Von Erick, uh, Christy James, Rosemary, uh, Melina, Trevor Murdoch. There is a, a ton of stars that are going to be part of this show, and I hope everybody could be a part of it. Go to SW, SWEFury.com right now for all the details, directions, how you can be a part of it. And Mr. Long, thank you so, so much. Uh, for giving us your time today.
2: And, and thank you for having me. And one other thing, too, if you can't make it to Cartridge, you know we'll be streaming live on Facebook. That's right. The show will be streaming live tonight on Facebook, and you can get it that way.
0: All right. Well, thank you. Uh, Teddy Long, WWE Hall of Famer, just a great man, a great leader, a great a great representative of pro wrestling. And And Mark, I mean, unfortunately, we didn't have a lot of time. We're at the end of the hour, and I know he's a very, very busy man, but... It was good catching up uh, with Teddy Long and, of course, what's going on with SWE Fury.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I laughed when you call it the Mark Henry Podcast. That's <laughs> all right.
0: It's open. It's okay. You know what? It's 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 all right. You know, we got to teach him. And you know what? And Mark Henry, it, it's true. We got to put some more money into the show. We only got one headset for you. One for headset. One it's mic. Pretty, it's pretty crazy, man. But it was good catching up to Teddy Long. Hey everyone, this is Lisa Ann,
1: and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, The Lisa Ann Experience. This is my chance to share with you my experiences, past and present, including how I went from living in the fantasy world of adult films to talking fantasy sports on Sirius XM. Each week, I'll introduce you to some of the people I've met on my journey and invite friends on to help me read through the endless ridiculousness that lands in my inbox. New episodes are available every Wednesday on the SiriusXM XM app and Apple Podcasts.
3: The landscape of pro
0: wrestling is evolving, which means more options for fans. So many activities. Mark Henry and Ryan McKinnell are here to answer the difficult
3: questions. What was the best show this week? You ain't first, you're last. The week's over, so get over. This is the Busted Open Weekly Winner.
1: All right, guys, we are back live in effect from Carthage, Texas and from somewhere in New Jersey, northern New Jersey. There you go. Uh we are we're here with the Weekly Winner. Uh I'm going to go first. Uh I, normally you would give your guest, but I don't consider Dave to be a guest uh on on uh busted open being that he's the one that started this whole thing. Um but I'm I'm going to start, man. Like Monday, um the show was as and and, and Dave is, is very critical, as we know, uh, about Monday shows. And this, in my opinion, guys, was probably the best raw of the year. Um it was I I I would I would I, I can't even there's no speculation. It definitely was the best show of the year. And um Tuesday Impact Introductions from wrestlers from Japan, from New Japan, AEW sent its best. You it's slowly becoming a must watch. Uh it's it's already impact has already been pretty good over the last, you know, six months. But over the last month and a half since AEW and Kenny Omega started making all of the uh, appearances, if you will, um, taking the title from AEW over to um, Impact, you've gotten – a really sturdy show with big stars and you get to see the stars of impact interact with the stars at AEW it's it's just a must watch on tuesday nights and you get to wednesday and wednesday the main event carried AEW i i've said this on Fridays, and I've said it the last two weeks, on Saturday. Ray Phoenix should be held at a higher regard. He's an unbelievable talent. Everybody he works with, he looks like a million bucks, and they look like a million bucks. Yep. And this week was no different. Lance Archer, guys, is an elite talent in pro wrestling. Ray Phoenix, in my opinion, even even though Ray Phoenix lost the match, I came away from that match with more respect for Ray Phoenix because I feel like he's not getting enough reps. I don't feel like he's getting enough time as the main guy. He hasn't been the main guy, and yes, he's in a tag, and you know his, his brother's hurt, but sometimes. When your tag partner gets hurt, you should get a singles run. You should get a singles push. And I think that Ray deserves that, especially after what we saw. Uh, on and, and I mean, I, I, I just I can't say enough. Jericho is um one of the guys in pro wrestling that is slowly moving up the ladder, even with him going to uh, AEW. He had a great WCW career. He had a great WWE career. And now he's the catalyst over at AEW. And I just, every week, man, I just, I feel like Jericho is getting better. And he's not the youngest guy on the roster. He's probably one of the older guys on the crew. And how can you keep getting better? So, um that was a shining moment um watching the young bucks and uh private party and and Matt Hardy and like the guys they they are mixing it up over there at AEW to where you feel like they need to be on their own day I just feel like a e w and n x t being on the same day is counterproductive for both of them um, you get over to n x t the the matches are the best wrestling matches in wrestling today they had the best overall wrestling show um during that during the week mm-hmm. you had new Like, we got to see Io Shirai against an upstart, a new wrestler, Zoe Stark. Yep. Zoe Stark is going to be a star, y'all. She is going to be a star. I enjoy watching NXT. Uh, I was entertained. I think that Austin Theory is a guy that we really need to see more of. I love Dexter Loomis. I mean... There's no secret. I have a uh, a wrestling man crush on Dexter Loomis. He 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 doesn't disappoint. Every time that he goes out, he performs at a high level. Um Leon Ruff, I don't know if I've ever seen somebody take an ass whooping like the one he took from Swerve. Swerve looked like me out there. I mean, that dude, he beat him. So unmerciful that I, I just I was I was just blown away. I, I'm 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 really impressed with what they're doing with Swerve and where he's going. Um, and you get to, um, the the cream of the crop, you know the the Johnny Gargano's, the the uh, Adam Cole's. I mean, young, the the young veterans. Man, listen. Entertaining as hell. Like you cannot have a show without the grizzled young veterans now. Cameron Grimes, oh my God, y'all! I, I I asked for it and I got it. It was like I prayed and I said, God, please let them put Cameron Grimes on TV more. <laughs> and, and, and I got my prayers answered. Like the dude is doing the Ted DiBiase challenge. Trying to get the kid, he he didn't listen to the full call. He he's shooting himself in the foot. Like I mean, it's just like the whole entertainment. Uh, That was the most entertainment that I've seen in NXT in a while. It's always the best wrestling show. Male matches and the female matches, the things that they did with, um, Zia Lee Li now, like it, it was just it, entertainment after entertainment quality and then you move on to smackdown wow i mean you get you get apollo cruz bringing out the uha the you you get you get apollo cruz uh saying that his heritage means something to him and in this time of black history i think that that was important to Shine a light on on who he is as a human being, as well as a wrestler, and uh, that was that was you know pretty cool of the WWE to allow him to have that moment. Um, the 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 women's matches have gotten so good now that the men have had to elevate their game, and that's in all the forms of wrestling. But especially on SmackDown, Tamina looked like a monster yesterday. I mean, to see her and Natty, and you know Natty was at ringside, and Liv Morgan, um, bless her heart. I mean, she just she was she was fighting. <laughs> She was fight she was fighting a battle uphill that just it just was not gonna work. And this was the best that Tamina has looked in years. Her, her body looks good. She's trained. You can tell that she's she's training, she's dieting. Like she wants to she wants to get back in the the forefront of the women's division. And I think that she is making those strides. I mean, it was She beat her like she owed her money. And we had one of the callers call in early in the show, excuse me, and mention how they didn't like the lackadaisical cover that she made, that she kind of held her shoulders down. Guys, I, I just. That's what a heel does, that's what a bad person does. They take advantage of a situation. And I didn't have any negative feeling towards it. I would like to see a respectful hook, the leg, arms and shoulders down, body press cover. But sometimes when you're as confident as she looked, it was okay, in my opinion. And you you, you fast forward and you get to um, – The interaction between Seth Rollins and him coming out and saying how he felt like he felt like if anybody would listen to him, and then all of a sudden Cesaro's music comes out, comes on. Cesaro comes down to the ring and he addresses the Messiah, if you will, and the Messiah ends up getting booted, and put in the spin. He spinned him more times than I think I've ever seen anybody get spinned. And he couldn't stand up. And how Cesaro can spin around like that and not get dizzy is beyond me. I have no idea how he does that, but, it man, it's impressive. And so I'm thinking that now we'll have those two guys at fast lane. Which I'm really excited about because now is the time for Cesaro to make that push and be the guy that we all know he can be. And Daniel Bryan had his, you know, his bump in early in the show in a in a in a segment with um, Roman Reigns and dis- You know, Roman Reigns felt like it was disrespectful for him to talk the way that he talked. And Daniel Bryan said, it's my mouth. <laughs> say what the hell I want to say. And I thought that was entertaining. And then you get to the main event with Jay Uso and, and, and Daniel Bryan, and they have as hard a hitting match as you can have in a long match, over 15 minutes. And then, of course, they get outside and they get counted out and once Daniel Bryan starts to come back up and then you get the Roman Reigns interaction and they 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 beat him down and um it looks like now that we may get a triple threat when Daniel Bryan was if he won that match then he got a one on one with Roman Reigns for the universal title yeah so now it looks like He will get that. But, you know, with all of that said, I can't pick all of them. You have to pick one. And the way that we do this, Dave, we say if you're not first, you're last. Wow. And as much as I would like to um, give SmackDown the nod, I feel like I was more entertained this week by NXT. So NXT gets my weekly winner.
0: Oh, if all not, right. If you're not first. Okay. You're last. So NXT gets your weekly winner. Um, so Mark picks NXT. Uh there is Mark, there is a lot from what you just said. I mean, you gave the nation a lot and a lot to chew on, and myself as well. So before I get to my weekly winner, there's some things that you said that I have to agree with. Uh, and maybe you can shed a little bit more light on it. Tamina. You know, Tamina, I, I, I and I actually tweeted it as you were talking. I, I've always felt, especially after these last few years, that for whatever reason, she is underrated and underappreciated. It wasn't that long ago, she was one of the top stars. Yeah. And then for whatever reason, uh, she's been not only knocked down the ladder, they ha- she, they haven't given her an opportunity to try to climb that ladder, Mark. And and I don't know what it is. She has an amazing presence. Uh, she's ve- She could be very, very physical in the ring. Uh, she's definitely agile for somebody her size. I mean, she's the daughter of Jimmy Snuka for crying out loud. So I don't really know why she has not been given that opportunity because I really feel that she deserves it. Also, Mark, you mentioned uh, Shane Strickland, Swerve Scott. That's a guy that, like, under the radar, somebody I definitely want to see more of. I I love what he was able to do this past week on NXT. That guy is a star. Everything about him. I mean, he's physical. He's definitely athletic. He has personality, has character. I'm looking forward to him getting even a bigger opportunity. I'm not saying that NXT hasn't given him an opportunity, but I'm waiting for him to have an even bigger opportunity. I'll even say this. I think Swerve Scott is somebody that's almost custom made for the main roster. So I'm looking uh, more for him. All right. So let's break down these shows because you said it and it's so true, Mark. So you're going to start with Raw. I'm going I'm to start with Raw because I am going to say that when it comes to all the shows it's about the main event, right? Right. And what was the main event that we got from Monday Night Raw? Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. And man, Bobby Bobby Lashley is finally where we want Bobby Lashley to be, right? In yeah. the main event, you know, and it, on the microphone. And on the microphone. Thank you, Mark. Thank you, because I've been saying that for weeks, for not for weeks, for months. Actually, for now, a couple of years. The one thing I loved about Bobby Lashley at Impact Wrestling is they gave him an opportunity on the microphone. This guy is great on the stick. And they gave him that opportunity. And I know that you have MVP by his side. And when you have somebody like MVP at your side, guess what? You probably don't need to talk a lot on the microphone, but this guy can talk on the microphone and he showed it on, on Monday night. Then you talk about the main event. You go to Impact. Uh, Jake something and Moose. Moose once again, uh, another MVP performance on Impact Wrestling. NXT. Carrion Cross and Escobar. Karrion Cross, another guy, extremely physical, methodical in the ring, and I thought he really showed it on NXT in that main event. AEW. You've been praising up and down Ray Phoenix. But let's look at Lance Archer. Lance Archer, unbelievable. That guy, again, agile for somebody his size. He shows his size. And Ray Phoenix was throwing his body throughout that match at Lance Archer. Go back and watch that match. When he did that moonsault on Lance Archer outside the ring, Lance Archer caught him square and got thrown into the barricade. That that was awesome, and then again, what we saw last night with Jay Uso and Daniel Bryan, another extremely physical main event between Uso and Daniel Bryan. And I'm gonna surprise a lot of people with my weekly winner. Uh oh, because you just said it, Mark. <laughs> Raw, Monday Night Raw had their best show of not only the year; I think they probably had their best show of the last year calendar year. So not just the 2021 wow. but the calendar year. And my weekly winner for this week is the three hour Monday night raw we just saw this past what
1: in the Sam Hill of Beans just happened, ladies and gentlemen. That what shit is rehappened. That shit is real. What just happened on a Saturday busted open? Dave LeGreca just said that Monday night raw was the best show of the week and this was one of the most impactful wrestling weeks that I've seen probably in over a month probably over over a month and a half the most critical guy in the world about <laughs> Monday Night Raws yeah. 3 hours said that it was the it was his weekly winner i i i'm just blown away and you know what? I really didn't I didn't talk about uh Bobby Lashley as in on Monday as much as I should have that main event with Braun Strowman and uh the setup to get them into that match. And I probably should have because I I I love the fact that he told Miz that it's gonna be if you don't do make the right decisions, it's gonna be painful. It's going to be awesome. Bobby didn't have that six months ago. Nope. Whatever whatever light switch went on in him, thank God it happened. Because we already had a complete wrestler in Bobby Lashley. But we didn't have a complete entertainer. Now, I feel like he is complete. And there is nobody that's more physical than Bobby Lashley. In the company, Drew McIntyre is the closest thing that they have. Roman Reigns is right there physically. Braun Strowman, you saw what happened to him. Bobby Lashley is a grown man. And I'm telling you, if he gets on a roll, he, he could be on Raw what Roman Reigns is to SmackDown. But, that being said, I was more entertained by NXT as a wrestling fan this week. And I, I see the potential for that show to be even bigger. Karrion Cross is a star. Yes. They they have so many guys that can really really go, and when I say guys, I mean the girls too. Because Io Shirai is one of the best female wrestlers on the planet. She had a rookie stand toe to toe with her, almost beat her three times. Zoe Zoe Stark is going to be a star, y'all. Yeah. She is so physically talented, can do everything. All she needs is time and experience. And I hope, to sh- I pray that she doesn't have any injuries and she has afforded that. And in that, we'll have another big-time main event player. But there's no wrong. Nobody's wrong.
0: No, nobody's wrong. But, you know, I've been so critical of Monday Night Raw, but – that match between Riddle and John Morrison. Oh, um, my God. Yep. Damian Priest and Angel Garza. Sheamus yep. and Jeff Hardy. Um, Bobby Lashley and Braun Strowman. And, of course, the segment with Charlotte and Rick. Like, I mean, I, you know, it's a shocker because NXT was awesome. AEW was awesome. Impact was awesome. MLW was great. But I got to give my weekly winner to Monday Night Raw. All right, Mark. NXT for Mark. Raw for LaGreca and the Shocker. It must be, things must be going loopy because here I am on a Saturday. But um, really looking forward to talking to our next guest. And Andreas Hale of Sporting News is going to join us. He's doing a lot of great work. Hello, SiriusXM. This is Pat McAfee. Starting Wednesday, my show is coming to Mad Dog Sports Radio. If you don't know me, here's a resume. I used to kick balls for a living. Sometimes I do comedy. I'm an undefeated professional wrestler except for one match. And I do a radio show where I'll entertain the living hell out of you with sports takes and some stories from my crazy life. The dumbest sports show to ever exist, the Pat McAfee Show. We're on weekdays from noon to 3 Eastern starting Wednesday on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Channel 82, Amazon Alexa, Google Assistant, or however the hell you stream in your house. A little
1: naughty by nature dance real quick. Um we're coming back Saturday morning, busted open with Mark Henry and Dave LaGreca. We have a special guest. And when I say special guest, I mean a special guest. Uh Mr. Andres Hale. Um I, I would say uh accomplished would not be good enough. Oh, um, this I mean a, a man that has covered um, MMA and pro wrestling and anything that's dealing with fighting and and the the, the fighting arts um, at the Sporting News. Uh, good morning, sir. How you doing?
3: I'm doing good, man. I mean, it's a pleasure to be a part of this show today. There's man, a lot to talk
1: about with you there's today. So there's so much that's for to sure. talk yeah. about. I don't. I don't know what I want to talk about first, Dave. I, 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 are you going to take the? Uh, let's let's go with the Our Heroes Rock yes. first. Let's go the Our Heroes Rock. Can you give us a little breakdown of how it came
3: to be and how you got Biggie involved? Yeah. Well, I mean, it really started. Uh, I mean, I would guess I would say me and Biggie have been friends for a while. And if you go back to when George Floyd uh, was murdered, uh, I was on the New Day podcast. And when we discussed, you know, how we felt about it and, uh, you know, me and Eve had conversations about how do we keep these conversations going? And Eve, who has worked with Johnny Davenport, who has done, designed the New Day's ring gear, they came up with an idea to put historical black figures on Big E's ring attire. And I saw it and I text Big E and I was like, this can't just be ring gear. Like, you just can't let it die here. It has to live on somewhere else. So the three of us started conversing for the past several months. and we came up with the idea of uh, let's do an animated show. And let's blend all the worlds like we talked about science fiction, which we have the Hall of Heroes, which is like a uh, if you think of Tony Stark creating a museum with everybody from Ida B. Wells and Langston Hughes to Muhammad Ali and Malcolm X. That's the museum. And uh, we wanted to blend it with hip hop. And I worked in the music industry for a long time. So we have Rhapsody uh, doing our pilot episode, which is on Ruby Bridges, who was the first black girl to integrate uh, the school system in the South. So wow. that is kind of how this all came together. Cause what we thought was as three black men who grew up in America and didn't get our black history until we were much older, was treated like a subculture and that shouldn't be the way for kids. Kids should know that this is our history. And that's why we call it our yeah. heroes rock. It's not just black heroes rock. And of course we want to expand because there's women in history. There's Latinos in history. There are Asians in history. that who have heroes that aren't discussed in our history books. So we wanted to make it fun. We wanted to make it, a cartoon that both parents and kids alike can, can join in. And we wanted to have some music involved. I love hip hop. And I think we can do this in a fun way. It's like putting the medicine in the applesauce and that way your kids come away with a little bit of knowledge.
0: Right. I, I, I love it. Cause you know what it reminds me of? And I'm, and first of all, Andreas, thank you for saying, you know, it's history and not just black history because we had Teddy long on in the last hour and, and, and it is the history it's the history of our world. It's the history of our country. It shouldn't just be divided from just black history. It's, it's our history, and I think that's very, very important. But also, too, like when I was young, and I'm 49, so you know, when in the 70s there was a, a show called Schoolhouse Rock. So a lot of what I learned was from Schoolhouse Rock because history in, in school to me was kind of boring. They were able to do it in a way where it came across as song and, and that's how I learned a lot of my history was from those I'm little shorts
1: uh, <laughs> on Sit Saturday on morning, Capitol right?
3: Hill.
0: So it kind of went as you were talking and you're talking about our heroes rock, it kind of reminded me of schoolhouse rock back in the day.
3: Yeah, I mean, that's exactly what we're looking at. I mean, I grew up on that as well, and those jingles will always be stuck in your head. So what's it going to be yeah. like now? We're creating something for our kids' kids to be reciting over the years about Madam CJ Walker, you know, or, or about Marcus Garvey. Like, there's so many figures in black history which is our history and if we can create these cool little jingles around there we got biggie as the robot e tour we're trying to make something that's really fun here for kids to learn about their history because again you shouldn't have to wait till you go to college to find out who your heroes mm-hmm. are
1: right right i mean just even you you mentioned um uh, um people that had done incredible things but are y'all going to get into the the patents and the inventions, like the creative and science uh, part of it? Cause you know, the traffic light, the cotton gin, you know, like the, the uh, things that have gone on, you know, you, we, you, you said our history and I'm glad that Dave loves the, our history. The reason that black history exists is because there was no, our history. And, that is something that I'm glad that you're rectifying uh, with the Our Heroes Rock is because um, I want my kids to know more about where we came from so they can have pride in the fact that they do come from something special, that they, they come from inventors. They come from um, people that have in, made great and unbelievable advancements in science. Uh, which is where we're lacking the most uh, on the educational spectrum. Uh, I, I'm, 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 I'm just really happy to have you on, man. Like I, I want to be a friend of yours.
3: <laughs> Same here, man. And on that note, I mean, if you look at like things like the inventors and science and all those things, it's all about representation. I mean, for me as a kid, listen, I grew up. Uh, I had an old Italian white grandmother. So I had to learn my history through TV and books. And that was very difficult for me at a young age because there wasn't a whole lot out there. I knew we made peanut butter, but did we make jelly? Like I I wasn't sure what we were doing out here. The cotton gin, I was like, all right, cool. But what else did we do? And as I got older and I started to realize how many things that we created and made in this world, it's empowering. And also within these stories, we want to teach a lesson. Like the lesson of Ruby Bridges is not just about integration, it's about tolerance, it's about bravery. And these are things that kids can associate with because you don't again, you don't want to just feed them history because it's boring. I remember being in school and you know, learning about the French Indian War. Man, I was so bored of that. But if I had a jingle with it, yeah. and if we bang it, yeah. all right, cool. I'd have been all in on it. So that's that's exactly what we're doing here. And I'm glad to be on here to discuss it. And I'm glad that y'all like the idea, man, because we're crowdfunding um ourheroes.org. Uh, we've already gotten almost three-quarters of the way to our goal. Uh so it's you know just being on here to talk about it is a blessing.
0: And I'm glad well, you mentioned that please go to ourheroesrock.org to find out more information and be a part of what something is that's going to be landmark. So I I'm glad you brought that up so please go to that website. And and I think the timing of this couldn't be more perfect because the, the last year, uh, I mean, what a rough year uh, for our country and the turmoil and the racial turmoil and and ignorant on my part, Andreas, because I thought in a lot of ways we made strides. You know, I thought like, um, you know, in the years prior, I was like, wow, we're really starting to come together as a country. We're starting to, to really start to come together as as people. And I think uh, the last year has been really a slap. In a lot of people's faces that thought that because I couldn't be more wrong, and, and I think that the timing of this is is absolutely perfect.
3: Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think the one of the things that I've learned over the past year is uh, it's kind of like raising a kid. How you have to teach history and tolerance because if you yell at a kid and say that's racist, and you just continue to yell at them, they're just going to be scared to say anything. But if you sit down and have a conversation with them and explain to them hey, this is why this is wrong. Hey, do you see our side of things? We got to create empathy. That's how you get people to join up and be together. But we can't always yell into the wind and just you know, curse everybody yeah. down who doesn't understand because a lot of people didn't have the same backgrounds and didn't grow up like we did or around the, those same very same people. We just got to show them different ways to get to the same journey, which is, yeah, we're all humans, but we have to recognize the cultural differences as well. Well, it's ignorance. Uh, th-
0: like that's why I brought up the word, Mark. I'm sorry to jump in, but that's why we, you, you say the word ignorance, because it's it's not understanding, just not knowing. And I, I'm not glad, what, Yeah. And I'm glad, Andre, that you said that, because it's like, all right, now you have to teach. You have to show that there's another way and another line of thinking than the way because you, you just didn't know.
1: There have always been sympathetics. There have always been allies uh that were white like our white counterparts and is there going to be a place where um people are going to sometimes they shut off when it's just black 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 blackity black, black 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 it's the blackest like um people like the real Cassius Clay like the Cassius Clay um I think that he pushed Abraham Lincoln more than anybody and of course you know I think that the real Cassius Clay might have some black in him because man, he was a G. Like, I mean, this is a guy for people that don't know the history about Cassius Clay, um the the real Cassius Clay, uh Cassius Clay won more duels than anybody in history. He challenged people to duels about anything. It could be man, the the, the, the temperature feels good out here. Uh, it's kind of balmy. Let's duel about it i mean he was he was kind of a bully, but he was a good bully, and he he gave away all like forty five thousand dollars worth of uh wealth uh or he released all his family slaves when his father died and handed everything over to him. He released all his slaves. Which was around forty five thousand dollars, which today would have been like one point four million, one point five million dollars. Like he did things, and he 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 pushed Abraham Lincoln um, for emancipation. So like there's 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 stories to be told that white Americans can look at and go, we 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 played a part in the role of. Uh, there were white abolitionists as well. So, are y'all going to get into to doing that? So, it, it, it's completely an hour uh, type of environment, or you want to concentrate right now on uh, the the black heroes being known, and then get into that later on.
3: Well, I think we want to concentrate on most of the unsung heroes first, but that also includes somebody like Jane Elliott, who is a white woman, who was very involved in the civil rights era. So those stories are all going to get told. We want to focus on a lot of the heroes, such as the Ruby Bridges and the Madam C.J. Walkers and the Ida B. Wells and the Langston Hughes and the James Baldwin's. And then we want to transition Frederick to Douglas. other stories. Frederick Douglass, yes. Cornel West, even our heroes today. There are so many yes. people making history today. So we want to tell all those stories, but absolutely, because what I, a lot of people forget is that we did have allies. They didn't they weren't they w- didn't take the lead. They understood their role as being part of making a change. And we want to tell those stories as well from all different races.
0: Uh, and again, it's our Now, we did uh, Mark and I on the show yesterday on our Friday show, we we kind of listed our in, in our hearts, the top five milestone moments in African-American history when it comes to pro wrestling. Um, My producer, Andre, said that you had a list as well for your top five moments. Do you want to list those moments for us today? Man, I had a
3: list, and then I started thinking. I was like, man, then there's Bobo Brazil, and man, there's Teddy Atlas. There's so much that that has happened. But I think the things that resonated with me the most, and I'll talk about my personal list, Mm -hmm. one, the formation of the nation of domination. I remember seeing that as a kid, and I was like, wait a minute. Why are they getting booed? I was so confused as a kid, but, but I understood what was going on. But it made me want to do more research because I was a child at the time. So the formation, nation domination, obviously Kofi Mania being there and how much, you know, that resonated with fans across the globe was incredible. Just cheering for a man who's worked so hard. So Kofi Mania definitely. Um, and a lot of people may disagree, but when The Rock beat Mick Foley and became the champion, that was a black man who came out of the nation. And, right. and that that was a big moment in Black history for me. I mean, some people want to look at him as racially ambiguous, but he's Black and Samoan. I mean, talk to Uso for a minute. You think you're talking to a brother. So uh, definitely put The Rock up there. Um, obviously, Ron Simmons winning the title as a kid blew my mind because he looked like me. He's darker than me. I'm a light-skinned dude. But he looked like me. And seeing him power slam Vader, that's definitely on my list. And then it's just, it's it's up in the air from there because I think of Bobo Brazil for sure. But then I think of Booker T winning at WCW and winning yep. the championship. And, you know, from a dude that came from G.I. Bro, who I thought it was over as a kid, to Harlem Heat to go into a singles run and become the champ. So I'd say Booker T. So I, I guess that's my top five, but there's so many uh, moments out there.
0: And there's so many and, moments and, 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 it's, and it's, it's objective. Yeah,
1: you can't be wrong. It, yeah, it's it's subjective. You can't be wrong in, in the sense, And I'm so glad that you put Booker in your top five and not number six because (laughs) uh, I don't know if he would have been able to take having somebody else put him at six. (laughs) (laughs) But you know what? I I was talking to our guy, Ryan, and and he brought up something to me that did did you see? He said you were really familiar with Conor McGregor, and um, did you see his interaction with Finn Balor?
3: I did. On, I mean, on, look. On, on Twitter? Yeah, we know Conor's, he like, this is something that he needs to do. Pro wrestling seems like his future. And his interaction with Finn Balor just kind of seems like the, the obvious next step. We saw what Ronda Rousey did in this industry. And I think Connor, if he dedicates himself, I think he could have the same kind of fun run and make a lot of money doing it.
0: You know, it's funny that when it comes to, and here on Fight Nation, we, we do boxing, we do MMA, we do pro wrestling. But there seems to be a divide between the pro wrestling fan and the MMA fan. Uh, and you work with both. Do you see that divide? And, and why is there a divide between the two camps?
3: I mean, it's, it's it's kind of some ignorance. I mean, look, pro wrestling was my gateway drug into everything. You know, I, I like watching people get beat up. That was just my, me growing up. I like watching people get punched in the face. And when my grandmother took me to pro wrestling, and then I started watching boxing, and MMA was like the natural transition because a lot of those wrestling holds were MMA holds. So I got familiar with it. But I think it's a lot of ignorance because, you know, some of the newer MMA fans go, oh, that's fake. That's not real. Then you got like, all right, go take a bump then. Tell me if that's yeah.
0: Real. Go hit you know, the go ropes.
3: Yeah, go do that and tell me that's fake. So it's, it's just ignorance on the MMA side sometimes. And I think, but there's a, I think there's a lot more synergy than people think. There's a reason why Brock Lesnar was such a big star when he came in from pro wrestling to MMA. There's a reason. There is a lot of crossover there. So you're going to have your detractors. It's just like any comment section on a message board. There's going to be more negatives than positive when people say things. But let's believe that there's a lot of fans that, that love them all.
0: Well, I'm glad you said positive because ourheroesrock.org, extremely positive. I'm looking forward to it. We're excited about it and really appreciate the time. And thank you for coming on. And hopefully we can get you on again as well as this progresses. And you're welcome anytime. I know you're you're friends with Ryan McKinnell. Ryan McKinnell, conveniently, his internet went out. You're in Vegas. You don't have any internet problems. I find that kind of suspicious, but we love Ryan, so you're welcome anytime here on Busted Open.
3: Absolutely. You know Ryan sometimes can be a chicken heel, so, you know,
0: maybe he's ducking me. It's satellite radio. You could call him a chicken shit heel because that's what he is, but we love Ryan very, very much. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I, I tell you, man, like uh we got a lot in common, man.
1: You said your grandmother got you into wrestling. My grandmother took me to wrestling. That was I was the only kid that used to like wrestling in my family. And and I would go with my grandmother to Beaumont and watch wrestling. And man, like I, I thank God every day she did that because here we are, you know, almost a fifty year old dude and and wrestling is like at the forefront of my life
0: still. Awesome. That's what it's all about. Andreas Hale, again, ourheroesrock.org. Thanks again for the time. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation, Channel
2: 156. The Busted Open Podcast.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed?